Do you like sports? Do you like listening to people talk about sports? Do you like reading people's writing about sports in terms of blogs and articles? If you said yes to any of these questions, then do yourself a favor and check out www.bellyupsports.com. They are the wonderful host of our podcast, and they are a great website that has tons of different blogs, articles, and podcasts on the sports you want to know about. Check them out. You won't regret it. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Baseball and Whatever. Justin here, Greg, Vinny. We are back with episode 28. I will admit I am running on fumes. I am tired because I have a newborn screaming upstairs Dad is right tired. Now. Dad is tired. We, you will Thank try you. and make it through. Thank you. Yep. My wife. My wife's on baby duty right now, so she's letting me podcast. Well, but... there's, a, there's a backup plan in case you got to go, I guess. Oh, really? And that's, and that's me and Vinny going, all right, let's go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. well, I, I thought we were going to talk about Bond. Oh, oh, well. we can if you want to do. I will <laughs> sure. catch my second and third wind and <laughs> let me tell you a tale. Ladies I, and I don't know if you guys can tell. I know mostly most people listen. But if you're watching the YouTube feed, I have not shaved in five days. Can you guys can you guys tell? Was that why the camera's a little farther away? Maybe it's a different setup. Oh no, I that, no! I just there. I made sure the computer was the camera was farther away because I looked at the video. I had it too close. I looked like I was about seven hundred pounds in the last episode. <laughs> so I wanted to. I needed to back it up a little bit to get the frame. So, uh, <laughs> oh boy, I needed to smear some Vaseline on the camera lens next time. Um, but anyway, we are baseball. Whatever, we are back. Uh, thank oh, you for listening. If this is your first time, no, no. What can I say? Uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm like loopy at this point. Um, <laughs> we, we are baseball and whatever we talk pri- uh, primarily baseball. Then, uh, we throw a little bears in these boys have been gracious enough to let me talk with for hockey, talk about hockey for about three, four minutes, which I got plenty to say today. And then we do our whatever segment where we kind of pick a random thing And tonight. The slime five that Greg has dubbed uh, is back. He is going to draw five random. It's always sunny episodes for us. And then Vinny and I are going to rank them uh, (laughs) because if we haven't said it before on the podcast, me and Vinny are huge. It's always sunny fans. Um, And they will be put to the test today. I'm a little concerned. I do not watch the show, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen one episode. You're missing out, Greg. It was was very funny. It was very fun. I don't. Which one was it? No good reason. They're trying to get into like a a uh, a private pool? swimming pool or something. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, like, yeah that, it was <laughs> it was really funny. Um, really quick though, Justin. I actually since it's episode twenty eight and yes. it's uh, hockey season, I had a uh, twenty eight on the Blackhawks for you. I didn't All know right. this one. I had I only know baseball numbers. All right, what do you got for but, me? But uh, how about um twenty thirteen Stanley Cup champion right winger Ben Smith? I, I'll take that. I liked Ben okay, Smith, I, former I no uh, yeah. former Wisconsin Badger, and Vinny's got the Badgers fly uh, yep. rug hanging in the background. So yeah, former totally, former Badger. That was totally random, incidental. I did not even know he was a Badger, so that could have worked. <laughs> there out you go. Better. I'm happy so. happy to oblige. You could also go Mark Bell, who was in the <laughs> late '90s, early 2000s when they were god awful, and uh, oh, okay. I think he ended up with a DUI at some point too. But uh, uh, yeah. Funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it must be something with coming to Chicago. Uh, yeah. Some other, some other twenty eights I had really quick were obviously Kyle Hendricks, Larry Garcia, currently Joey Cora when he was on the White Ooh, Sox. Yeah, okay. I remember Joey and Cora. the other one that popped in my head uh, for the Cubs 
was good old guy Todd Hollinsworth. So, I did like Todd Hollinsworth. Oh, man. I did like and he Todd did he did um he was he was in broadcasting for he did it for a long time and then yeah. he went down to Miami. He got a job doing the play by play or color commentary for the Marlins, and that's when he that's left right. Chicago. So that's right, it was you're right. Uh, yeah, I was a big fan of his. I liked when they let him play left a little bit more uh mm-hmm. near the tail end of his time with the Cubs. So good uh, good pull. For sure. Um, I don't think we actually we don't really have any listener feedback, but Greg's got some hot takes for well, us. Well, first, before yeah. we started that, since we didn't have anything, but did we did we have a new YouTube subscriber? We have Justin? several. We have I think okay. we're up to we're up to about 55 or 56. 55, but they're but they're private, yeah. so we can't see who so, they are. So um Thank you to those that uh, random people out there. Thank you. Keep listening. And I know our last episode was a little bit late, obviously, because I had the the deal with the baby and uh, I had some camera issues there. Yes. I I need to watch that episode. I I like how you said say or deal with the baby. (laughs) He's already. I'm still learning learning the terminology. Um, Oh, he learns fast, ladies and gentlemen. uh, She's a beauty. She's she's been a little fussy today, though. So, of course, right after is a cutie right after all the parents leave that's when she gets fussy so uh all the grandparents yep. i should say but we'll we'll roll with it so all right uh greg's got some hot takes for us though i am very excited about these hot takes to get us going and then we'll jump in we got some white season white season white, white socks. season oh, oh boy. Wow. man oh boy we got i won't some white say so- what i was gonna say but <laughs> we, got some, right. we got some white socks off-season previews from greg we also are going to recap the Amazing 2004 trade that brought Nomar Garcia Parra to the Cubs. I'm excited because I will tell you, I know I didn't know either one of you at the time, but I was jumping up and down like a little schoolboy when they got Nomar. Well, good. I want you to save those thoughts, Justin, because I have questions for you about that. I'm going to go Excellent. over kind of what what the logistics were. Okay. And then it's more of a question, just like how was how let's review the time he was here. And stuff like that. So awesome. but I want you to save that emotion. Oh, I'll, I'll bring um, it. Don't you worry. And then we also got uh, <laughs> Greg's gonna gonna tear pagoda uh, pagoda pagoda a pagoda. Uh, <laughs> man, the pagoda rankings from last season and uh, see where those teams left off. And then, like I said, then we got our sunny episodes with the slime five where Greg will pull random, random uh, episodes. So, Greg, before I stumble over myself again, please tell us your hot takes. <laughs> well, in lieu, like I said, in lieu of uh, comments and correspondence, because there was there was nothing. Um, so I just figured we all kind of share. Uh oh. Oh, no. Oh, man. This is this episode's off to a bang right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while we're waiting for Greg to reconnect, um, I'll, I'll share some of his hot takes. I hope I'm hoping I'm not stealing his thunder here. The one thing he wanted to say is he just found out that Uncharted is Am in post production. Oh, there yeah, he is. Back. All right. Oh, okay. You're back. So go ahead. Tell us about the Uncharted post production movie. Yeah. Well, Greg. it's telling me my internet connection is unstable. So Uh-oh. just finish it if I die again. All right. We'll do. All right. Um, so as you just said, Justin, I found out today <laughs> that there's an Uncharted movie. I did not know this. I did not know huh. Tom Holland was in it. I didn't know Mark Wahlberg was in yeah. it. Didn't know what they were doing. There was a trailer. I watched the trailer. It looked like the video game. They'll probably yeah. be a bad movie, but uh, yeah. <laughs> was the video it's, game good? It's video the video game's game's great. fantastic. Okay. Four, five good, it's really beautiful. good games. Six yes. good games if you count the Vita one. Yeah, six good but games. It's, it's got it's got a great cat. I mean, Tom Holland, Spider Man, Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Sully. I mean, and yeah. the the female they cast as Chloe looks right on point. Yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I mean, the game is obviously tremendous, but yeah, we'll see about the movie. Yeah. Um. Speaking of movies, have a hot take for you guys. I watched. I subscribe. I had to subscribe to Peacock 
elites or whatever it was. I'm sorry. I don't, I know I can't say pee on the airwaves, but um, <laughs> Halloween kills was awesome. Uh oh. It was just so awesome. Mess. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was so awesome. Oh. They're taking them offline. Yeah. Am I, am you're I back. gone again? You're back. You're, you're back, Greg. You're back. Oh, my bad. All right. You know what? I uh, I don't know what the issue is, so I'm just gonna limp through this. Halloween Kills was good. It might be my second favorite Halloween movie wow. of all time. There you go. Wow! Did I that like make it. it through? I did yes, make it did. through. I did make it through. Lastly, before I cut out again, uh, started playing. Finally started Far Cry Six like two weeks later, and it's fucking great. Is it? And it's is it good? It's all I yeah. Would you recommend it to somebody it's, who it's hasn't great. who hasn't played one since Far Cry Three? I would recommend it to people who even haven't played a video game before. It's <laughs> really? Wow. Oh, it's right. it's classic Far Cry. I'm okay. I'm over I'm obviously being silly, but uh yeah, really enjoying it. Um and it's not going in the backlog. Sorry. Wow. Guys. So- <laughs> that's high that's that's high praise, Greg. Yes, it is. That's really All high right. I had to I had to that that was gonna be a lot more extravagant, but I had to shorten it up uh in interest of my internet connection here. So fair enough. Fair enough. You guys continue with the next part. Um, all right. Uh, I know we, we talked about we got some new YouTube subscribers, so thank you very much, those that uh subscribed. Uh, I wrote this down. Can we also just mention how amazing uh the new Batman trailer is? Yes, yes. it's amazing. I am so pumped for that movie. <laughs> that trailer was that trailer was great. I was shocked, I was can't believe it, especially with Robert Patterson. Like, yeah. I never would have expected like what they're showing on the trailer for him to like put out there. So no, no. And like, he looks great. I mean, he's, you know, he sounds, looks great as Batman. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited for it. And that suit is growing surprised. on me too. Yes. Yeah. I didn't he, like it at first, but I'm like, eh, he's kind of growing on me a little bit. Two, but. two, uh, two scenes in the trailer. Uh, if you want to call them that, that really, I really liked was first of all, I don't know how you would frame it, but where he's walking down that hallway and all those gang members are shooting at yeah. him and it's yes. like a strobe light with the, with the, uh, the muzzle flash. Yeah. Incredible. And then the other thing that like the ending of the trailer shows, uh, he's chasing the penguin and somehow the penguin blows something up and he's like, oh, I got you. I got you. And he's pointing behind him. It's like, hil- yeah. I thought I found that hilarious. And then all of a sudden you just see the Batmobile come shooting out of the flames and just yeah. rare ends them. And he flips yep. the car. And I got to admit, the first time I saw that Batmobile, I'm like, ah, it's fine. I It's really grown on me. Like, mm-hmm. I love the muscle car look. I don't know why. I think that's a really cool idea. But uh, and I love the fact that the penguin is more of like a crime boss as he is in the comics, as opposed to this deformed. Danny DeVito esque uh, <laughs> walking around like this, you know. Yeah, but um, I'm all in. I'm ready. March. Did you guys? March 4th, who, who's playing the Riddler? I. Um, it's Paul. Oh, um, what's something. his name? I'll look. Yes, it up. you guys. But I. I don't know. I don't know if is he the one that's in the jumpsuit because they don't show that person's face. Um, he's the one that gets busted at the bar yeah. yes. or the diner in the beginning, and then yep. he has he's more of like a serial killer riddler. Yeah, because sort of there's a so. there's okay. a, there's a scene in the um Paul Dano. Uh, Paul, Dano Paul Dano, that's Dano. it. That's there's a it scene is. in the trailer where it shows like it says something like serial killer live streams, victims, yes. final words, okay. or something like that. And yes. I'm like, oh god, that's really like with as big as live streaming is now, that's kind <laughs> of really uh on dark. point, I suppose. So yeah, dark <laughs> too, yeah. So um, uh, yeah. did you guys get Robert De Niro vibes from the penguin? At yes, all? <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, I did. I know that's Colin. I can I still can't believe that's Colin no. Farrell. I know, neither can <laughs> I. Knew? That is insane. 
but, uh, uh, but really quick, Justin, the lad, like that last scene you were talking about, that upside down shot yeah. with the flames yeah. in the background right before it, you know, pulls into the Batman logo and he's just walking towards the car. I mean, that 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 was that was amazing. I, yeah, this this might be kind of crazy. And don't get me wrong. I love the Michael Keaton Batmobile like that's your quintessential Batmobile. But there's something to be said for a, a Batmobile that's kind of grounded in the reality. And I think that's why I like the Tumblr yeah. so much from the Dark Knight mm-hmm. series, because it's just like this is a military vehicle that no one used and he just co-opted it into himself. Right. And then same thing with this one where it's like a car that <clears throat> I don't know if it's him working on it or Alfred or someone else that's, you know, in the full. It, looks, but, it um, looks like something like he could, uh, could actually yeah. build, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of yeah. in a shop. So. Right. So when they when they kind of make that connection that it's it's not just some crazy ornate more uh, um, vehicle, you know, it's, yeah. it's, I like that. So. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all in March 4th. Cannot get here soon enough. I'm ready to see that's that. sooner than I expected to. I yeah. thought it would come out later. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty happy about. So. Mm hmm. And then we got Michael Keaton in The Flash. What did you guys think of The Flash trailer? I really liked it. Interesting. I liked it. I liked it not nearly as much as I liked the Batman one. No, oh. the Batman trailer was much better. I liked it purely for Keaton. And you yeah, know, and, seeing the Keaton call. I mean, that, that's the moment that sold me. And I, guess, I wasn't even paying attention to the other stuff. No, and yeah. I, I mean, I guess they did say they didn't have enough really filmed. So it was more of yeah. a teaser. But yeah, exactly. it seems like uh, in one scene, they showed a bunch of different flashes behind him. So clearly the whole multiverse thing is a thing that they're going yeah. for with Michael Keaton. And, and I'll be very curious. The, the way they keep building this up, I sure as hell hope he's got a, a decent part. And it's not just like, <laughs> uh, hey, I'm going to go check out this universe. And oh, yep. Uh, there's Michael Keaton. Oh, okay, we're gonna leave. We're gonna go back to our universe. You know what I mean? Like, I hope it's it's yeah. more more. I still want him to be bad. I still want him to be like in some That's weird right. upside bizarre yeah, like a weird universe yeah. where he's yeah. like a bad Batman, which would be I don't know. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen because you can't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Keaton, Keaton, I mean, Keaton could do it though. I mean, if there's the one the guy villain. to do it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. But yeah, right. I I don't think it'll happen after seeing the trailer. But I was really hoping for that to. To the be twist. what it was, yeah, to be like some kind of twist in it, and I would have been all on board for that. Yeah, I mean, be I'll fun still to watch be more it creative for, like that, yeah, right. But oh well, we'll see what happens. Very good. And then, Greg, I think you got one more video game. Yeah, I have a fourth right? thing, and this is just this is just something I added because I was reading on my phone. Crystal Dynamics Studios teaming up with Xbox and the Initiative on the new Perfect Dark reboot, which I'm very much looking forward to. It'll probably be like the next come out in like four years. I'll probably need an Xbox Series X for it, but at least it gives me some time because I love. Yeah, you got time. And, the, and Crystal Dynamics did that whole new Tomb Raider reboot. They did um, Tomb Raider. Yeah. And the, I didn't. The third one I played a little bit. It, it didn't really hold my attention. But the first two, the second one in particular, I think it's called Rise of the Tomb Raider is yeah. really, really good. So if you're going to yeah. play one, definitely check that out. So, yeah, it should be uh, should be pretty good. Well, it's time to break down the White Sox offseason preview. <clears throat> Greg, where do you want to start? Oh, I was enjoying the video game talk. I know. <laughs> and all the movie talk. <laughs> More we just talk about that. Exactly. Yeah. So what I figure we're going to do here, uh, now that the White Sox season is over, we'll kind of go through position by position, you know, one position an episode, and just kind of see where the team's at Okay. Uh, with the position and see if any upgrades are, you know, are needed or there's a change that needs to be made. So I'm going to do it in random order. I know Sox fans have been buzzing about second base a little bit. Who's going to play second base for the White Sox next season? So for me, that priority level is somewhere, you know, just it's not it's not like a gaping need for me. I mean, to be perfectly honest, if the White Sox and feel free to chime in with your thoughts, but 
if the White Sox, you know, pick up the six million on Caesar Hernandez, who I believe has a club option, I think I'm okay with that. I thought I read somewhere yeah. that they declined it. Oh, did they oh, decline it? Wow. I, I, let me let me double check. I thought I saw something today that said that. But okay, talking, maybe I'm behind then. But anyway, I'll stick with that. Saying I'd be perfectly fine if they did that because the only free agent second baseman that really interests me or really want is Marcus Simeon. And I don't know if they would go that direction. I don't know if they revisit. I'm just talking about free agents here. What's that? That would cost too much. Oh, it would cost. It it would. I mean, and you know, the White Sox don't spend. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're going to revisit Eduardo Escobar or look at Chris Taylor, maybe, or do we dare even consider Javi Baez? I was going to say that. Second is, base is to Javi boost Baez? the power up. You know what? That's intriguing. I don't know what the price would be. We've been going back and forth about what he's getting paid. We don't think yep. he's getting paid so much. And you know me, I mean, the money factor is not really a big part of it. It's just performance on the field. Yep. I don't know if I'm if I can live with Baez yet um, on the team. But he, I don't know. He played team, really well with the. He did, and he, he got, had a, his walk rate was up. He need. I mean, we we could use the pop in the bat to be perfectly yeah. honest. So that's interesting. What, um, anything on Caesar Hernandez, Justin? Because now uh, I'm genuinely interested. There was one Twitter <laughs> account. Um, it's not verified, but on October 20th, they said the White Sox have not have. There are rumors that the White Sox are not expected to pick up Cesar, Cesar Hernandez's $6 million option. So that hasn't been picked up by other sports media stations. Was it Bob Nightingale? No, it was the MLB News Network. So, I mean, they have they have 4,000 followers. And yeah, mm. I, don't, I, I don't know. this. Could, I mean, it could be a bunch of crap, but I, I know I, I thought I saw it somewhere. So that was where I saw it. But I think we lost yeah. Greg again. Oh, oh <laughs> man. He's, 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 he's struggling really, tonight. Uh, he's struggling tonight. So, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean. I almost want to be like, gosh, you guys had a second baseman, and I don't know where he went. Where did he? Oh, he's yeah, on the right. Cubs. Um, yeah. Well, they got Jake Berger too sitting in uh, the minor leagues. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure I mean, how high Greg is on him. Um, yeah, but, he. They gave him a couple games at second, right, just to get him in the lineup. Well, he yeah, he was playing second uh, down in the minors too. So okay, I, I, yeah, I think they gotta they gotta get a free agent. I don't think they can really. I mean, I, I will. Yeah, they're in win now mode after yes. last year's trades. They're in win now. They have to. They have to spend. They have to. The window's open, so they got to get going. And I know Greg mentioned Marcus Simeon. I would love to see what he could do going back to the Sox because um, mm-hmm. he's had an amazing. He had an ama- a pretty good career in Oakland, and then he had a great year this year in Toronto for the most part. So yeah, I mean, if the Sox were to bring him back. Um, yep. That would be really cool, but uh, we'll I'm see. Back, were we talking about Simeon still? We're, we're still talking about <laughs> Simeon. Yeah. I, I mentioned uh, where are you at on Burger? Oh, Not Jake Burgers, Burger but Jake Burger, yeah. Uh, well, Burgers, <laughs> I love Jake Burger. I like. I don't know if that's going to work out. Not if it wasn't the windows closing. I think it has to be. I think it has to be an established major leaguer. I think that's what we're talking about. Uh, the windows already closing, Greg. Yeah, it, I was gonna say the, the window's open. It's it's closing. open, but it, it closes a little bit more each year, I think. Oh man, nope. I mean, I'm trying to be I'm I'm not trying to be a downer about it, but I really think this team is needs to move a little bit faster with building this uh contender, uh boosting it up a little bit. So um yeah, I don't know with Jake Berger. Probably not. I think I'm a no on that. No, because no. uh, okay. he's new position. We'll see. Like I said, I like him. If he can translate 
to the majors faster if that's a thing then yeah but as of today you know uh, i think like an established major leaguer makes more sense for uh for this thing moving forward i mean i saw this i saw this floated on twitter um it was absolutely ridiculous but i want to run this by you how about andrew vaughn he has major league experience at second base yeah he does played one game one (laughs) one game there whatever um i've that has been floated around twitter so of Andrew Vaughn trade rumors, that's that's still a tough one. I know it makes sense. I know if you, if you can get a piece, but I'm, oh, we kind of you know twist the knife a little bit if we let this guy you know walk or something. But second base, I don't know. He's been versatile, yeah. but I, I I don't I don't know if that's really gonna be a thing. Would you, yeah. Greg? Would you be open to moving Moncada to second? And then, I, uh, I mean, that, there's a that third, also third, makes a lot of sense. There's a third baseman he, in San Francisco right now that yeah, I was going to say there is Chris Bryant, but he can also play the outfield too, That's which true. I'll get to in a future episode. He can play <laughs> a lot of positions. He can play second too, I think. Has he played second stop. base before? I think he, he's uh, played everywhere. This there's year. a first time for everything. Yeah, <laughs> there oh. is. So be definitely down for that if he's willing to play second base. Yeah. <laughs> but um Moncada to second. I feel like we done I feel like he's like second base is too much for him mentally to handle or something because yeah, when we tried him there his first year, he just he just stunk and he stunk again this year. So I don't know if that's uh <laughs> that's uh, gonna help him out. I really like him over there at third base, but it's a it's a realistic option to be perfectly honest with you. So yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of in, there's a lot of possibilities for this offseason, yep. and I think we'll kind of cover a bunch of them. But no, Burger was definitely interesting, and I didn't, uh, I didn't uh, uh, write that up. But um, yeah, it's just, for me, I like him, but I don't know. I don't know if uh, this is this is the time. Not so, his time yet. Not yet. I want to mention the bullpen really quick. Uh, Evan Marshall is going to undergo Tommy John. He'll probably miss some um, the 2022 season if there is one. And um, so I was wondering, speaking of Tommy John, will we see the return of uh, Jimmy guns, Jimmy Cordero <laughs> at age, uh, at age 30, we missed him all last year in uh, 2019. He was solid. He pitched 30 games had a two, seven, five VRA uh, 36 innings and 31 strikeouts. And I'm sure you remember uh, him hitting Wilson Contreras. That's right. That's um, right. For the bat oh flip off a of cease yep. and then getting the three game suspension. Uh, that was 2019. Then in 2020, uh, he was a lot worse uh, with uh, <laughs> pitched the same amount of games, 608 ERA, 26 innings pitched, and 22 strikeouts. Um, and before reaching Tommy John. So I don't know where this guy's going to going to fit in but he's more than likely going to be back i don't know with evan marshall being gone unless they get another bullpen piece so maybe mr mr muscles will be back in back in the bullpen we'll see but speaking of bullpen you know was this bob nightingale tweet a few oh, days boy, ago here we go. about uh, here we go about the white Sox picking up kimbrell's 16 million dollar option and then trading him away um, here's how I feel about that. I think that is absolute shit. And if the White Sox <laughs> do that, if the White Sox do that, I think they should just stop trying to run a baseball team and just self decommission or something like that. <laughs> because this like we're in this championship 
window right now and it closes a little more each year, you better figure out how to utilize the Hall of Fame closer right now. And if he if you can't do that, if the coaches can't figure that out, then they're just like on Matt Nagy level pretty much. So (laughs) if you make him now, this is a new season coming in. If if he needs to be the closer, make him the closer. I didn't like the idea at first this season because I didn't want to mess things up. I don't want to start switching up roles, you know, when things were going a little, little crazy or whatever. If you have to do it, if he needs to pitch the ninth inning, if that's where he is mentally, do it. We need him to be part of this team. So if that means Hendricks moves to set up or, you know, seven, eight, whatever it is, fine, and make him give him the ninth if that's what he needs. Because here, I mean, we, we trade away Madrigal, we trade away Hoyer, two, you know, young quality players for this ass hat. And I'm not ready to <laughs> trade him away, pick up his option, then trade him away for some prospect prick or something that's not going to help us, you know, right now. Cause I don't, I don't see what you're getting for Kimbrell for 16 mil when he's, you know, on an expiring one year deal. Um, I think he needs to be on this team contributing one way or the other figure out what works if he's struggling with whatever if he's not comfortable with his role or if he's has trouble adjusting whatever is figure it out and get him back to the way he was pitching with the cubs for a little bit last year if you ask hmm. me to make that trade again most people say i want nick madrigal back and everything it's like guys i'm still making that trade yes i miss nick madrigal you know lo and behold yes i changed my tune <laughs> but you know, I really think that was a good, like I go back and say, I think that was a great trade for both teams. Um, the Cubs, obviously, in the long run. And um, for the for the White Sox, it just, make, it just made sense at the time. Yeah, it didn't work out the way we wanted, but we need to make it work. We can't trade him away because then we lose him. We lost Hoyer, Madrigal, and who do we get? We get, you know, Joe Schmo blow on the, from the Phillies or something like that. So <laughs> no thanks. Uh, figure out Kimbrel. Um, make him the closer if you have to. Uh, we need him here. So, nice. and then if he sucks, you'll hear me just completely change everything. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> trade him. Trade him. Yep. No, change my mind. Pick want, up that option. Want the Phillies prick. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody wants anybody from the Phillies. Who you kidding? No, we don't. No, no. I'll take, take Bryce Harper. Yeah, I'll take uh, Harper. Bryce Harper. <laughs> Yeah, all the douchiness that. that comes with it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I'm excited to hear the rest of your preseason uh, predictions, rankings, and yeah, we'll go. Uh, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go position by position. You know, each week or something like that. So just kind of a nice. little bit of a preview, I suppose. Very cool. Well, thank you. Um, all <laughs> right, Greg. Greg, uh, or actually, no, Vinny, did you do the down on the farm or was that Greg? Yeah, that was me. All uh, right, you want to run through Bailey Horn real quick before we get to sure. the Omar trade? Uh, yeah, that was the, yeah. the one trade that the, the Cubs won from, uh, or the White Sox won from the Cubs this year. Uh, the, <laughs> if you don't remember, that was the trade for Ryan Tapera, Bailey Horn for Ryan Tapera, straight up. Uh, Bailey Horn. He is a left-handed pitcher. Uh, he's uh, started games and he's uh, come out of the pen as like a swing man. Uh, he's drafted in the fifth round, 2020, by the White Sox. Uh, started the season as the White Sox number 50th prospect. At the time of the trade, he was the number 30th uh, by fan graphs uh, in the White Sox system. Okay. And he is currently ranked number 54 in the Cubs system. 
His hmm. uh, fastball is a 55-60 grade. Slider is a 50-55 grade. Curveball is a 50-50 grade. And his command is 40-45. And his future uh, value grade is a 35-plus. I can tell you that he did not pitch well um, in the uh, the minors this year. Let me pull up his stats real quickly here. Um, yeah, yeah, he, he I mean, uh, he's got he, potential, I guess, right? I mean, yeah, he pitched low A and with the White Sox, and it was, at low A he pitched well. He had a two point six three ERA, a one point zero two four WHIP, a strikeout uh, per nine of ten point five, strikeout to walks four point five seven. When he moved to uh, high A with the White Sox, that's when things started. Uh, going off the rails for him. He had an ERA of 13.9. Wow. And that was uh, pitching. uh, Let's see here. Where's his innings pitch? He only pitched in 11 innings, but 13.09 ERA, uh, a whip of 2.091. Oh my God. Uh, He's still maintained a good strikeout per nine of 10.6. So he's pretty consistent there. Yep. His strikeouts to walks went, uh, was one point. One eight, so that dropped considerably. So hmm. he started having some command issues, um, putting people on, and that just led to uh issues when he was getting hit. Uh, with the high A uh, South Bend Cubs, he uh was was better, uh, not great, but better. He had a uh pitched, um, let's see here, 21.2 innings, he had a 4.98 ERA, a whip of 1.523. And a uh, strikeouts per nine of 10 um, and a strikeouts to walk of 2.18. So, yeah, it seems like command was his biggest uh, issue this year. So hopefully a full season at the pitching lab with the Cubs uh, or whatever they call their little mm. pitching institution. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, pitch lab or whatever. Um, hopefully a full off season there will write the ship and he can get his command under control. Cause it seems like once his commands on, he's good. Uh, if his commands off, he is bad. So, <laughs> yep. That's what I have for Bailey Horn prospect from the Ryan to trade. Very nice. Well, I look forward to seeing if he can get his, uh, 15 ERA down this upcoming yeah. season. That should be, <laughs> No tall task, I'm sure, but uh, down is good. Down is good. Don't want to go yep. any no, higher. Yep. Please, please, please don't recommend. go any higher. Please don't. So, all right, I am. I am very excited. Once I saw Greg put this on the outline as well, we are going to revisit the Nomar Garcia Para trade back from 2004. Ah, uh, to be in 2004, I think I was a junior in high school back then. Those were the days. Not a care in the world. So, Greg, <laughs> yep. break it down. Uh, break down what happened in this lead up to the Nomar trade uh, Absolutely. in 04. Absolutely. So I kind of titled this, were you glad he was a cub? And I'm not, there's, there's no right or wrong answers for this. It's more of just kind of sharing, uh, sharing, uh, you know, how you felt about his tenure here or anything like that. I'm just going to kind of go over the facts and we'll, uh, we'll just kind of go from there. So if you remember, it was a four team trade that brought, um, that finally brought Nomar to the Cubs. Um, so to go over that trade, the Cubs received Nomar Garcia Parra and Matt Merton from Boston. Oof. You guys remember Matt Merton? Oh, yeah. how could I forget? The <laughs> Montreal Expos received Brendan Harris, 
the bad Alex Gonzalez. Yes. And a pitcher Francis Beltron from the Cubs. Okay. I remember um, I remember the I remember Brendan Harris. He was like a third baseman or trying to yep. make, break it as a third baseman. Yep. Never really caught on. Alex Gonzalez, uh, <laughs> you know the that most, one. The most right? that yeah. can be said Fall about him is that, is that dropped uh, grounder shortstop in the O3, you know, he, uh, and The sad thing was he had like the best fielding percentage in the, the, the majors that year. He did. He had, he, he had, that was probably his best season uh, yeah. in base, uh, for his career that he had with the Cubs in uh, 03, 02, 03, yep. I think. He so. was a horrible batter hitter, though, from what I remember. He, he could not uh, hit, he hit save his life. He hit mostly eighth. You yeah, know, like 220, just, 210, something like yeah. that. But um, so uh, another team involved in trade were the Boston Red Sox. Obviously, they got Orlando Cabrera from Montreal and Doug Mankavich, yes. first baseman of Remember the Twins. Of yeah, there's a name wow. for you. Yep. And the Lonely Twins received the shit end of this deal, and they got a pitcher, Justin Jones. Couldn't tell you a single thing about him. Nope. Okay, we'll get back. We'll get back to him in a little bit. All right. Um, so that was 2004. Obviously, the Cubs, managed by Dusty Baker, were you know gunning for the gunning for the postseason again. Uh, they didn't. They missed the playoffs. Unfortunately, they finished 89 and 73, a very respectable record. Yep. But it was only uh, good enough for uh, third place. Um, no more with the Cubs in 04. Um, he played 43 games. He slashed 297, 364. 455, uh, 819 OPS with four home runs and 20 RBIs while battling that Achilles mm-hmm. injury. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was Nomar with the Cubs in 04. Um, I'm kind of got to go over how the other guys uh, fared sure. on from there that the Cubs gave up. So um, we'll start with Brendan Harris. I don't think you guys missed much from Brendan Harris. No, His best no, seasons no. came with the Twins in 07. Uh, 209. Um, he slashed 256, 314, 381, 669 career. Nothing, nothing spectacular about that. Had a brief comeback in 2013 with the Angels, uh, fizzled out from there. Alex Gonzalez actually finished out the 2004 season with the Padres. The Expos oh, ended up yeah, dealing him right. again. That's right. Um, he finished, uh, the, um, 04 season total, including the Cubs, uh, 225, 263, uh, 368, and 632. So kind of like the numbers you were putting out there, Justin, just yeah. right on point his career. And defensively that year, nothing great. I think he had a negative uh, F4 or something like oh, that, geez. like right below okay. zero. So yeah, nothing good there. And then he just kind of pissed out uh, after the 06 season. Uh, that pitcher I brought up, Fan- Francis Beltran, he did barely did anything. And then the uh, pitcher, the Twins got Justin Jones. He was actually a second round pick for the Cubs, but he never made it to the big leagues. Believe wow. it or not, career sounds like a lot of leaguer. Cubs. Yeah, so really didn't uh, really didn't uh, miss out on much right over there. I'll tell you one uh, while we're on trades, really quick. One trade the Cubs did make that uh, off season in November was uh, acquiring uh, Derek Lee for Hesop Choi. That was a big mm. one. What that was, was a big Florida one. thinking on that one? I know. Hesop Choi, he didn't, Hesop Choi didn't even finish the season with no. the Marlins before he was dealt with the uh, to the uh, Dodgers. Yep. And um, Derek Lee was with the Cubs until uh, 2010. Yeah. So wasn't wasn't Hesop Choi's dad coaching the Marlins at the time? 
Was that he one of the position coaches? I thought he might have been. I thought he was. That, you know what? I I don't know. I don't. But he was know. supposed to be really good. He I was. Remember. I remember he, was, he yeah. got, a big he got hurt him. at some point in the season, and that kind of yeah. I'm wondering if that kind of derailed his career a little he bit. He was too, but... he was good with. He started off hot with the Marlins too that season, but uh, kind of fizzled out after that, right before they traded him. So, anywho, I wanted to stop there before I continue on about Nomar. So that All was right. year one of Nomar Garcia Parra, the 04 trade. Justin, what yes. were you feeling when the Cubs, I, <laughs> when you found out the Cubs? Were I getting can tell no you Garcia exactly Parra? where I was and what I was doing and what I was thinking when I, when I heard this trade. Are you ready? This is I'm ready. how much of a devout Cubs fan I, well, I still I'm am. Ready. But, all right. I remember we were camping uh, and I, I was with my family and we brought a few friends up and at night I knew it was the trade deadline. So I brought my radio and at night as the trades were rolling in at the deadline, I had the radio on while everyone was trying to sleep and everyone was telling me to shut the hell up. I want to go to bed. <laughs> I needed to hear the trades because there's nothing more exciting to me than besides watching the games, than seeing trade deadline day and free agency opening day. Like I get so excited. Hot stove meetings when those start. Like I love those almost more than watching the actual sport. Um, and I just remember them coming over. They're like, all right, Nomar was traded, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, we got Nomar. We got Nomar. And I was jumping up and down, screaming in the tent. We're screaming in our camper, I should say. I'm um, getting all excited about it. And uh, they're like, dude, no one cares that you want to hear the trades. Go to bed. Like my friend, my friends, they were they were more hockey, hockey focused. They did not oh, care about okay. baseball. And I'm like, you don't understand. This is a big deal. And they're like, whatever. So um, whatever. I was super excited. I know they brought him back for the 05 season to see if, you know, after the Achilles injury. And, and mm -hmm. I know you're going to go over things did not go well that season for him. He got hurt again. And it was really it was really a shame because he seemed like a, a decent guy. He had potential to be a, a pretty good player for the Cubs, granted, later in his career. Um, and it just didn't work out. And then I know you'll get into when he went to L.A. It really turned around for him. So <laughs> figures just for that one year. Yeah. 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 Uh, Vinny, what do you remember about the Cubs getting no more Garcia Parr? Were you rooting for the Cubs in 04? Oh, yeah. Then? Yep. I know you I was. Uh, I know yep. that's kind of when you jumped uh kind of started uh, getting into baseball a little more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. So I, I remember, yeah, waking up in the morning and turning on ESPN, seeing the, the trade. I wasn't like Justin at the time where I <laughs> the night before. have to yeah. stay up. Yeah. I wasn't that into baseball at the time, but I was, well, you knew, you knew, you knew no more Garcia. Oh yeah. Far, yeah. Though. I knew this I mean, was that's a big when deal. players yep. were popular. You know? I, I remember, yep. I'd wake up every morning in the summer and watch ESPN in the mornings. And Sports I, yeah, I, I yep, yep. I remember that. And they were going over his stats. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is it. They're going to, they're going to do it. They got the guy they need. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to be a great piece in the offense. This is it. They're, they're going to make a run. And then, yeah, the, just injuries after injuries and just never, never was what the Cubs and everybody hoped he would be just like everything they trade for. It seems yeah. like <laughs> Quintana. Oh man. It just, I feel like just what Aramis Ramirez is probably and, and then Derek Lee were probably the best what and that was pieces. That was yeah. a time too, like when Jim Hendry, who was their GM, like every offseason from like oh three to like oh six, he like had to try and make a big move at the deadline. I remember yeah. I, I want to say like oh six, he brought in Matt Lawton, and I'm like, Oh god, this is this oh is my this, god, is, this is the end of the I'm like, uh, Ooh, we that's went a good... from Ramirez <laughs> to Nomar. To Matt Lawton, to and Matt I'm like Lawton. diminishing Lawton returns here, Jim. Uh, and then obviously, <laughs> oh seven and oh eight were great. And then everything fell apart. So, oh yeah, yep. Um, really quick, uh, this I don't know how much of a shocker this is going to be to you guys, but I don't 
think across Cubs and White Sox, I don't think I'm not even a Cubs fan, but I don't think I was ever more excited about a baseball player coming to Chicago yeah. than Nomar Garcia Parra. Just a big name. I mean, yeah. I was like, even if you just get, even if just to see him on WGM doing the stupid batting glove shit. Yep you know, fixing them every 30 seconds. I'm like, yes, this is, this is amazing. I remember watching his uh, first uh, appearance with the Cubs um, right after the trade. And actually, I believe he went one for four that game. And if you guys remember, Alex Gonzalez wore eight for mm-hmm. the Cubs. So no more Garcia Parra originally got signed number eight yes. um, when he first got gun. And he had that number for like a week. And he went to five. He switched to five. Do you remember who gave him number five? Michael Barrett. Michael Barrett. 100% wow. correct. Yep. Very good, Justin. But there are, I saw one person in my life that bought day one original Nomar Garcia Par number eight jersey. Must have been that excited. So wow. they were out there. They were out there. You'll still see number uh, number five one very rarely, but they very, did yeah. come out with a number eight one. <laughs> yep. So unfortunately, Nomar didn't get the big payout. Um, the Cubs did resign him for a year, uh, eight and a quarter. Um, and he was he was out three months uh, with a torn left groin. He was hitting 157 until he got hurt, which I believe was the end of April. Um, he did finish the 05 season just playing 62 games. He uh, slashed 283, 320, 452, uh, 722, uh, 772 OPS, nine home runs, 30 RBIs. It don't look that bad, but it's no. 62 games. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's... That's, that, that's nothing. Yeah. Um, and the Cubs finished under 500, fourth place at 79 and 83. Uh, missed the playoffs, obviously. And that was the end of Nomar Garcia Parra with the Cubs. The next year, I know this kind of, I know, I know you know how it is, but I'm going to say it anyway. He signs with the Dodgers in free agency for one year, six million. Goes on to play 122 games, slashes 303, 367, 505. 872 OPS, 20 home runs, 93 RBIs, mostly playing first base. He was an all-star, 13th in MVP, NL Comeback Player of the Year, all that stuff. But it was, I mean, that was kind of, that was kind of it after that. But kind of, kind of, you know, encompassing all of that. um, And just remember the excitement you had and, you know, just, just whatever you felt. Were you glad he was a Cub in the end? Thinking about what he did, what you gave yeah, up, kind of all I mean, those factors. Where do you uh, stand on him? I feel like at that point in time, the Cubs were still the lovable losers. Very rarely, besides Sammy Sosa and maybe Moises Alou and Kerry Wood, but they were all Kerry Wood was homegrown. Like you didn't really have superstars coming to the Cubs. They were all, I don't want to say has beens, but people who were well past their prime. And <laughs> yeah. at the time, mm-hmm. it seemed like Nomar still had a couple good years in front of him, but unfortunately, yeah. injuries derailed yeah. that. So yeah. it, it definitely kind of pushed that um, that narrative that like the Cubs are here, they're going to start attracting big free agents. And I mean, I guess that was partially correct. Um, so I mean, I I would take him every time. I mean, if I knew if I didn't know what was going to happen, um, yep. yeah. So I was I was so happy and so excited about it though. Holy cow. Yeah, I think that's I, where go ahead, Vinny. I was gonna say I was more excited. Probably the most thing I was most excited for is his wife showing up to oh, baseball Mia games. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. That's right. He's married to her. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I don't yeah. think he's married anymore to her. Oh really? Oh, I mean, oh really? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Oh, a while oh. back, I think they got they split, but it must have been that cub season that did her did him in. Yep. <laughs> 
<sighs> so well, that was uh, that was fun. Overall, I was happy he was a cop. I just remember the the hype around that was mm-hmm. just so much fun, and you know, like I said, him doing his little his little thing at the plate, um, and then obviously he was one of the one of the names in baseball back when baseball players were popular dudes. Um, I think it was I think it was a great story for. Uh, the Cubs of the city and just a really good time. I think it captured a lot of, a lot of attention. So in the end, I'm glad he was a Cub. It's just too bad. It didn't work out. And it was all when he played, he was solid. It was just injuries, unfortunately. So uh, it it was too bad, but I, you always kind of have that memory of uh, when, when you knew he was on his way here. So, yeah. Well, that was that was fun. We might need to dig into some, dig into some other other. <laughs> I'll tell you how I came up like with it quick. I was watching the Boston game, and you know, Kike Hernandez has been on fire, obviously, mm-hmm. and he wears five for the um for the Red Sox, which is obviously Nomar's number, and they they kind of drew like a Nomar comp, you know, just as kind of like a throwaway line in the commentary, of like, oh, Kike Hernandez wearing Nomar's number. I'm like, yeah, good old Nomar, man. So let's, yeah. Good, good let's, for him. let's, let's dig, let's good dig idea. him up again. <laughs> bring him back. Bring him back. Yep. Um, all right. A little couple few MLB housekeeping notes here. We got the MLB is finally going to require minor leaguers to have um, housing that will be provided for them, which I think when we saw that we all texted, that is definitely yep. in, in seeing yep. what some of these guys make and you expect them to play. Um, yep. It's insane well, what they're making. So well, I forgot who the, the the ex player that uh Bernstein and Rahimi have on, but he was just going through and it's just something that I never really thought of. But when these guys have to they get called up to you know high A from low A to high A, they they have a lease on an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they have to leave it and they have to yeah. still pay it. They, yeah. yeah. And then they yeah. go and they have to find a place to live with. And I for, I forgot who who the the player was, and I wish I would have tried to find the clipper of that, but he was talking about, um, I might've been on Lawrence's show too, but he was talking about how he was living with like four or five other guys sharing a couch with somebody. And it, they were all big name players too. Wow. Like all, all guys you there that are stars yeah. and, you know, yeah. Big names That's that you crazy. would recognize. And he was just talking about it. And it's like, Oh yeah, I guess I never really thought about how, these guys have, they don't have housing and it's just, it just makes sense. Just have like a dorm or something that these guys can live in and have a, a, just a, a, you know, simple amenities where they're not having to sleep literally on top of each other to get some rest. And it's just, it's surprising that it's come. Well, it's taken this long. (laughs) The, the, the amount of jobs you'd be able to take to supplement your income with that type of schedule is going to be very difficult too. I mean, unless it's the off season, you know, and you, you know, so no good for them. I think that's finally a good move. I hope I, I I don't know what the other leagues do. Um, Granted, they don't have minor leagues that go as deep as major league baseball, but uh, that's, uh, that's definitely, definitely a positive. Uh, The Red Sox set a record this week with three grand slams and a single series in the ALCS. They'd only hit three all year, man. I'm hoping the Red Sox win this series because i don't want to see an astros and dodgers that, world series and i know granted the quickly. braves yeah it did <laughs> it did uh i'm hoping i'm hoping the the braves can pull one out uh not, not with the dodgers good tonight no it's yeah not. i think the dodgers so, are ahead, two right they? now Ooh, yeah. yeah i will yeah. be honest dodgers astros world series i don't even know if i would watch that it would be i mean i'll <laughs> i'll watch it but i'm not going to be happy about it i won't <laughs> i don't know i will I might... just i will just because it's baseball but it, I kind of, you know yeah. what? I've 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 kind of changed my tune on the um 
the uh, Red Sox a little bit. I think I'm I think I'm jumping on them to uh, win it all. I guess that's I don't who know I'm why, going for at this point. Yeah, I like uh, you know I'm I'm still a big Kyle Schwarber fan too, and yeah, he's on the team. I'd kind of like him to get another you know another kind of yeah. root, root yeah. for root for a guy that did a lot of cool things here. So I'm rooting yeah. for the Braves. Braves. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I guess I would. That would be my second second uh, choice. But uh, speaking of the Braves, they also walked off the first two games against the Dodgers, leading the series three one. Sounds like it's up. It's going to be three two three two after three, tonight. Two, yeah. Uh, Mike Schilt, maybe to the Padres. I okay. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. He just he was just canned from he got, the he got Cardinals screwed. and he got screwed. There it is. The, so. the Padres are like, man, we would love to make the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> please yeah, somebody help seriously. us get to the playoffs please for the love of i God. asked um i asked uh there was rumors around that if aaron boone gets canon i kind of brought this up to a to a two jocks and a schlub on their last episode i'm like hey what do you guys think of aaron boone getting shit canned by the yankees or whatever and they and they were all kind of for it but it's just like you know they they didn't really know what was going to happen because i know aaron boone's name was kind of floated around a little bit as a mm-hmm. uh, possible well, he just signed an extension right well that was yeah that was kind of before whatever but that was you know that was another name floating around but is that extension official i think so and did you guys see that his extension goes longer than cashman's tenure does it really i did not see that i did not know how a gm can get away with that i'm not not surprised though yeah (laughs) jeez uh and then lastly we got some pakoda recap um greg was this you that found this? I did find this, and I All was right. just I was just kind of ripping on Pakoda a little bit, you know, be beating up on the computers or something like yeah. that. But uh, I just found it interesting. They had the twins going. I don't have to. I wrote a bunch down. I don't have to read all of these. You guys can certainly read some if you if you'd like to. Otherwise, we can just skip it. But you know, the twin. <laughs> I'm gonna. I won't. I won't be too hard on the tw- on their twins prediction because let's face it. I thought the twins were gonna be you know, something, you know, pretty, pretty good this year in the AL Competitive, <laughs> Yeah, obviously competitive is the right word choice. Because, yeah. Competitive. That is the perfect word. Obviously that wasn't the case. Pakota had them 91 and 71, 61% odds to win the AL central, uh, obviously in first place in real life, they finish last place going mm. 73 and 89. Pakota had the White Sox going 83 and 79. 83. 83. <laughs> finishing third place with a 13% chance to win the division. The White Sox finished first place going 93 and 69. Um, the Mets, they had going 96 and 66 with a 77% chance to win uh, the division. I think Jack wow. Lugo. That was the, oh, we're sorry, Jack. I know, yep. of the pod right there. Um, 77% to win the division that was wow. their highest percentage and mm-hmm. they finished third 79 and 83 um and then i'll read 85 was that <laughs> what's 85 70, 77 85 oh 85 is that what it was <laughs> yeah oh no i'm reading the i'm reading the padres one never mind yeah. oh okay. um the pod, well, speaking, of, speaking of the padres uh 96 and 66 to finish second place 21 wow. percent to win the division this was an absolute collapse uh, 79 and 83, they finished third. Giants, they had at 75 and 87 to finish fourth place. No percent chance to win the wow. division. That's incredible. the Giants finished the best record in baseball 
with 107 and 55. Another surprise, the Mariners. They had him going 70 and 92 to finish fourth, not making or not winning the division. The Mariners finished second place, flipped those wins and losses around. They go 90 and 72. Pretty solid right there. Wow. Uh, Rays they had at 86 and 76 to finish second place um, with an 11% uh, chance to win the division. They finished first at 162. Um, and I misspoke before. They had the Yankees uh, going 97 and 65 for first place with an 81% chance to win the division, um, which was higher than the Mets. I mentioned before at 77, the Yankees finished third at 92 and 70, still a respectable record sneaking in the second wildcard spot there. And then lastly, your Chicago Cubbies, 85 and 77. Again, I will (sighs) give Pocota a little bit of a pass on this one because they did sell off. They had them finishing second place at 29 uh, percent to win the division again we don't know because they did sell off we don't know how the rest of the season would have played out with the core but they finished fourth uh with a 71 and 91 record they would have finished at third place maybe <laughs> yeah. third okay so maybe i don't know I, I, I don't think they it's were hard. You know, it's just going to run it's, like the cardinals yeah on. and then that, there's that whole thing too so don't know but that was uh, i thought that was kind of funny because pakoda was uh wrong on a lot of stuff and there was a lot more i didn't uh mention it because i think i i, I kind of went overboard anyway but uh I, I'd like not, not a great year for pakota so. yeah no and i feel like some years they hit their mark and then other years it's just like oh boy, they did really they did hit, they, they hit the dodgers pretty well yeah um record wise at least and maybe one or two other teams but other than that i mean they had the angels finishing well which is just kind of stupid to be yeah <laughs> you know you always take the under on that one but yep. uh, yeah they, they were they were pretty far off farther than it's uh been in the past so yeah no well i mean it, i can't wait until the pagoda man pagoda pagoda comes out for next season <laughs> and we'll see where everyone's at and then we'll have to we'll have to do this again for next season for sure i think uh I think that'll be good. Um, real quick, I know we're running really long, so we, we'll kind of we'll kind of go through the Bears and the hockey stuff real quick. Who do you guys got for the Bears this week? Bucks or Bears, Vinny? Uh, Bucks. Greg. <laughs> uh, Bucks. Bucks. I would agree. Is this the is this the week that Matt Nagy finally gets fired? No, no. The the Bears have never done it in no. season firing. I don't think this is going to be the first year they do it. It's wishful. I, I, I don't know. Point. We'll see what uh, ownership Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah, we we gotta see what the the guy that still owns the Bears, Aaron Rodgers, says. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, before we get to our whatever segment, I just want to say the Hawks suck. Jeremy Colleton sucks. Tonight. Four to one. Yes, Jeremy Colleton sucks. Stan Bowman sucks. They all suck. <laughs> They're now five games into the season, and we have one point uh, lost in a shootout. Or no, I'm sorry, lost in overtime. Couldn't even make it to a shootout. So. Um, <laughs> Fix your shit. Let's go. And also be more uh, uh, transparent with your uh, investigation into the abuse scandal. Please uh, quit making me. That's right. Hawks yeah. That's all I got. I, w- I was going to come in guns blazing, but you know what? We'll save that for next week because there's a good chance they might not have a win next week either. So, uh, all right, let's get to the whatever segment segments. We're going to do our slime five. Greg's going to pull five random. It's always sunny episodes out of a hat. And Greg and I, or Greg and I, Vinny and I are going to rank them as we see fit. There'll be some trivia. There'll be some quotes and we will go from there. So Vinny, Greg, are you ready? I think I'm ready to go. Justin, are you ready yep. to go I am right ready here? Ready yeah. 
I am I am making a mental note of when to put in the slime music, and we are good to go. So perfect. Greg, take it away. Welcome back to Consider Them Slimed. I mean, kind of a shortened version right here. So was it <laughs> slimed 8.5? But we'll keep it, you know, close and compact because I know we're running long here. So, guys, are you ready? I'm so this is how it's gonna work. I'm gonna read the five episodes. Uh, you guys compile your list. I'll read the um synopsis or the you know, the summaries while you guys make your list, and then uh, we will go from there. All right, you guys are ready to hear the episodes? Yep. Oh, I'm ready. I got you guys, I got have you guys seen every episode so yes. far? Okay, yes, yes. one to double. I think so. So, I had no idea there were 14 seasons, so yes, um, very long, it's, it's very long. So, uh Without further ado, let's get this started. Welcome All right. back to Consider Them Slime, the Slime Five with Justin and Vinny. Okay, first episode I drew, and this was all on the website with a random episode selector. Let's go. Season 11, episode four. D made a smut film. Oh, God. I don't I don't know if I remember that one. Do you want me to read the synopsis with each uh, episode? Sure. D yep. lands a bit uh, or a... Uh, Dylan's a bit role in a pornographic film, and Dennis uses her to direct a film adita- adaptation of his memoir. Meanwhile, Frank, Charlie, and Mac explore the art world and are eager to prove that art is meaningless. Oh, I have oh. seen that one. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> have, that's the one where uh, Frank dresses up like as an art critique yes, critic, the, and he's got the, the wig blonde, on and well, the white white <laughs> he's just, wig. He's yeah. just saying a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very good. So that's the first one. So moving to the second episode, we're going to go season eight, episode two. The gang recycles their trash. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's, a that's a good one. one. Uh, with the garbage men of Philadelphia on strike, Frank concocts a plan to undercut the union and get the contract to collect the city's trash. But when the gang's elaborate plans start to fall apart, everyone will get their hands a little dirtier than expected. Excellent. That's a great episode. Mm hmm. Moving on to episode three of the random draw, slime five, season four, episode seven. Who pooped the bed? (laughs) (laughs) Also a good one. one. Frank and Charlie find that someone has defecated in their bed, and Mac and Dennis join them as they attempt to catch the culprit. (laughs) Meanwhile, D leads. Is it Artemis? Yes. Yes. The waitress on a Sex in the City style night on the town. That's right. I do remember that one. Moving on to number four, uh, season six, episode seven, Who Got D Pregnant? The gang gets a real scare after D reveals she's pregnant, forcing the guys to recall their last hazy Halloween party to determine if one of them may be the father. That's a good one. It's also a good one. Yep. And the final episode of the random draw gentlemen all right season two an earlier one season two oh, episode okay. one charlie gets crippled oh, dennis that's and great d's father frank abruptly appears causing dennis to accidentally run charlie over with his car after seeing charlie get attention from strippers over being in a wheelchair the gang decides to feign disabilities in order to garner sympathy sympathy from others all right so just to recap those episodes, number one, D made a smut film. Number two, the gang recycles their trash. Number three, who pooped the bed? Number four, who got D pregnant? And number five, Charlie gets crippled. You guys let me know when your list are I am, ready. Okay. I am, uh, I am done. 
So, guys, I, I don't watch the show. I probably should. So we have another you know topic to talk about and I can be an active <laughs> participant. That's all right. Um, was this uh, just to gather your thoughts? Was this an easy ranking, a harder ranking? I know nothing about these episodes other than what I've copied and pasted here on my document. But uh, you guys are, sounded like some of these are uh, are pretty. Funny. Some of these are really good. I don't think yeah. any of these are necessarily my favorite episodes. OK, but um, they're but all, definitely they're remember all very, of these. Yes. And, yeah. OK, and yeah, they're so memorable. Okay. And it's it's funny, like most of the titles you can kind of instantly remember. But um, like the smart film one, it's I, hit, I did. Not I remember don't that. remember that one at all. At all, I, except really? For, except for Frank. I, I vaguely remember them doing the art show and Frank being That's, dressed up. But. That's yeah, the only I, aspect I, I remember that one too. Well, can I, I share I, a fun fact about D made a smut film? Sure. sure. So D's acting reel contains, in addition to her scene from the smut film she was a part in, a uh, part of the Invigoron video for yes. Mac and Dennis's buy a timeshare. Oh share, my god! And her ill-fated turn as an extra in Mac and Charlie write a movie. That's also a great one. Yep. So I guess there was footage from the acting yes. reel or something yes. like that. Yes. Okay, and that is. Point. I feel like that's a callback in a lot of episodes. Like anytime they need to record something, they'll they play just the use recording. the same. They use the same tape it's and it. it's like it's not edited properly. So you're no. getting like things. There's one there's one callback to like when they have her trying to be a reporter and there's, you know, she gets. No, that was Mac. That was Mac. Reporter. That was Mac. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, he's and, they, sweating, yeah, they, and then they're trying profusely. to make her be the hero. Yeah. With the kittens in the burning building, I think. Yes. Right? She kept okay. throwing the kittens. Yep. It is. It is a great, great episode. Great, great series. Um, And before we go, I'll mention some of the people that wrote in with their favorites. But uh yeah, that's those are those are good episodes in general. So I don't know, Greg, what uh, what would you like us to do next? How do you want? I would to like to start with Vinny and Vinny. Would you give me your number five ranked episode of this bunch? Yes. D made a smut film. Okay. And I only have that there because it unfortunately I don't remember it too well. Probably um, the what? probably the newest episode. Yeah. Of this bunch the, right here. the later seasons I haven't rewatched at all yet. I think I've seen them all probably once. So those don't come to come to mind uh as clearly as the other ones did sure. but that one number f- uh number five i don't really have too much to say just because it's not that memorable gotcha okay. yeah i mean there's there's some good ones there uh richard greco makes an appearance in that episode i completely forgot <laughs> about that um i don't remember why he makes an appearance in that episode but he does um but yeah just yeah that was that was uh that's a decent episode my number five was charlie gets crippled just because that the first like season or two, I've only seen maybe like each episode once. Um, but I do. They also there's another callback there where they go back to the strip club numerous times and they like they dress up as veterans. They dress up as, you know, people to try and get the strippers attention. Um, I, I feel like for those for those of you who are listening, who have never watched this show, the best comparison I can give you is take Seinfeld's. And make them even worse individuals. Like, like <laughs> that is the premise. Like they are even that more deplorable and um, bunch of degenerates. Degenerates, yeah. <laughs> like, like you just don't understand how they're they're making their way through life because they are just horrible, horrible individuals and horrible people. Nothing goes right, and when it does, it's short. La- it's very short lasting. It does not last long at all. But uh, yeah, that that is a good episode. But like I said, that's one of the earlier ones. So I'm I uh, I tend to stray more into the middle to the later uh, season. So that is why the Charlie gets crippled episode is my number five. But that is there also the, that is the start of Danny DeVito being on the show. So that's also. Uh, worth noting okay that was his introduction he was not in the first season i know he's done interviews where he mentions that his kids really like the show and he's like so what do you think and they're like oh you should try and get on there and 
obviously more things happen than just that, but that's the way he, he tells the story. So, and he's been on there ever since. And he's looking closer and closer to the penguin with ever, ever since. So, uh, so yeah, Getting closer to that, to that, that mark right there. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he clearly doesn't care anymore. He's just having a good time. Mm-hmm. So good, good for him. So, so we'll do this snake draft now that. So Justin, we'll go back to you and let's get your number four. Yeah, my my favorite or my number four was the smut film. Uh, D makes a smut film. Like I said, Richard Grieco's in this episode. Uh, the fact that Cricket's in it as well. Cricket is the former priest that they went to high school with who they um, convinced him he he had a chance with their sister. D. He leaves the priesthood. They screw him over and he becomes a homeless person who he, is addicted to drugs. And what? Let me correct you. Yes. They the gang didn't do anything. It was D. It was she, D. It was she D. she confessed her love to him and then he then, and then he, he left, left and she goes, Oh, never mind. You never mind. Go yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, go, go back to doing what you're doing. So um just uh the, yeah, he's in this episode. That's a great one. And I there's just so many good memorable scenes for me of where they're talking with people from the film society and from the art society and trying to, you know, figure out why is this art, why is it not? Uh and uh Danny DeVito just takes he does a great job uh, with that. So that is why that is my number four. Awesome. Um, this uh, uh, Sweet D makes a smut film. Vinny, let's have your number four, my friend. Who got Sweet D pregnant? That's, Ooh, that's my number four. Um, yeah, the that was that was a great, you know, my four through through one were tough to kind of pick. Um, but yeah, that was a really good one. I love the, the flashbacks during it during the party. Um, with the different characters mm-hmm. and the McPoyles were in that episode, I believe. Yes, they um, are. Artemis was in that one. Uh, and th- that, that was the term browning out. They weren't yes. blacked out. They browned <laughs> out. And I love how Mac had mentioned it. And Dennis is staring at him and Dennis is like, you just made that up. Didn't you? He's like, yes, I did. Do you like it? And he goes, well, yeah, I'm going to pepper that through this conversation. And Mac gets upset with him that he does that. He gets disappointed and, yeah, it was it was a good episode. Uh, a good twist in it. Um, that yeah, that <laughs> at one point they think that Dennis is the father. <laughs> yes, of his um, sister's but, child. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, dismissed at the end of the episode. So, so, yes. so I have a little trivia for you on this on this boys. Ooh, okay, all right. This is the second time Dennis and Dee have been accused of engaging in incestuous sex with each other can really? you tell me the first time oh jeez um no i i am drawing a blank on this one no i honestly don't know i was hoping you would because i do not have the answer <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh is this? <laughs> yeah so uh fans out there of the show please write in and let us know what the answer is because the page didn't tell me so Uh-oh. I was hoping one of you oh, guys would have no, I, I, I didn't know the level of difficulty that question um, would be. So no, yeah. Gosh, I don't, I don't it's got I I'm guessing it's an episode where they blacked out or something, right? Like I, I don't remember it coming up very very often. No, so. I don't know. Well, yeah. we'll do this. How about we do our research and we'll come back? Fair enough. We'll yeah. come back we get some one. correspondence. So please tell us when yeah. is the first time Dennis and D have been accused of engaging in incestuous sex with each other. Yes. As uh, as nicely as that sounds. <laughs> sounds so, <yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> so, Vinny, we'll stick with you right here. Can you give us your number three ranked episode? Number three, who pooped the bed? <laughs> Love it. Um, that is my number three as well. 
I oh, love okay. the uh, I uh, the gif of uh, Frank. Oh, I've gone too far. Um, <laughs> I like to use that one a lot. Uh, the stories of the super turd and um, just Artemis, Artemis breaking stuff down, and when she's trying to play detective and figure out who pooped a bed and she blamed it on, uh, she goes through like numerous scenarios where she's yes. like blaming everybody pretty much that it was D. And I think this is also the episode where D gets upset that, um, they're talking about poop all the time and they're interested in poop. And then she ends up going to an art show and they have, it's like a poop art show. It's got everything that looks like poop there. Yeah. And she freaks out during <laughs> it. But I, I thought this was a great episode. It was hilarious. Um, I always like the art uh, episodes. Artemis is. Yeah. Uh, Artemis is she, a great character. She's, she's a great side character. So yeah. Yeah. That's number three for me. That that was also my number three. I I just love the fact that it's almost like they're trying to recreate the scene, you know, in a flashback of what happened. Mm-hmm. How did we get to this point? And, you know, that's something with um, and I'll get to that in my number two as well. But yeah, anytime there's a lot of flashbacks and and what they do is showing what each character's perspective is and how that completely changes the rec- changes the recollection of the story. Um, it's just awesome. Spe- spectacular. Mm-hmm. So uh, like Vinny said, anytime you can include Artemis, Artemis is a great character that only shows up. She's probably only been in what, maybe 10 episodes. Would you say Vinny? 15 episodes? Uh, probably more than that. More now, probably. Yeah. yeah. But um, they use her just enough. And when she shows up, it's like, oh, man, this is going to be good because mm-hmm. she's she she's always up. hooking up with Frank, too. Yeah, there's there's an episode <laughs> where they they. Yeah, we're not I'm not going to go. Get well, that's that. the the Halloween episode. The yes. sweetie pregnant one. They that's talk right. about. Yeah. Yeah, banging in a Burger King and a Burger King, <laughs> yeah, and a Wendy's dumpster, in a Wendy's bathroom. Oh, that was that was another the episode dumpster. where they're at, yeah, in the dumpster. That's right. And then the lady <laughs> they, they show the clip to the dumpster, and they t- the, yeah. the like the fry cook comes out and says, "Get the hell out of here." Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So my number two was who got Sweet D pregnant. Um, I love it's a Halloween episode. Vinny mentioned again, it, it's the origin of the brownout, where it's just enough to not really remember too much of what happened. Um, and again, going back to the flashback, every single time a different character tells the story, yep. um, either it's a costume party. So there's, the, you know, different people have different costumes, but they're changing the way the costumes look based on the depictions and the explanations of each character. So I think like Frank says he's Spider-Man in, what, in, yeah. his, in his version. So he's dressed as Spider-Man. But then another version, someone says, no, you weren't. You were man spider. And it's a totally yeah. different costume. And <laughs> then he's arguing about Spider-Man and man spider and them, you know, how they are different and similar. Um, there's a good line about Charlie going as Phantom of the Opera and he says something about, yeah, I'm a vampire that eats theater people. And they're like, yes. no, that is not what a Phantom <laughs> of the Opera is. Um, and then obviously they call sweet, they call D a bird all the time and her costume gets progressively more like a bird until the last story yep. flashback is literally like an ostrich instead of a person. Um, yep. just a great episode overall. And then, like you said, Vinny, the McPoyles are in it. The McPoyles are weird as hell. Yes. Um, and if you've ever watched the show, you know, it's a it's a treat when they show up as well, because they're kind of like side characters that show up every once in a great while. So that is my number two. Awesome. Before we get to your number two, Vinny, um, I want to circle back to uh, the uh, who pooped the bed episode. <laughs> is there a scene where D goes headfirst into a car? Yes. So fun fact about oh, that. That's right. Kaylin oh, wait, Wilson, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's right. She's yep. Yep. Okay. Kaylin Olsen did the stunt in which D goes headfirst into a parked car when she tries to steal the shoes herself. 
Yes. <laughs> the dent her head leaves in the car is real. Ooh, oh my god. Was not prepared in any way to do that and was not dented before she hit it. Ooh, Ooh, so that was a real dent. I've not seen the episode, but it sounds like it looked like it hurt from I'm your gonna have to go back and right watch there. that now. <laughs> she hit that car hard. Yeah, that apparently that, that was all real. If, if that was real, ouch. I'm surprised <laughs> she didn't come away with like a sprained neck or something. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, wow. Vinny, let's get to your number two episode. My number two is the gang recycles trash. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a really great, I was thinking about putting this one, but um, my number one was for a very specific reason. Um, but yeah, this one was solid. They had really great callbacks at the beginning of the episode. Um, I'm sure Justin's going to get into yes. this narrowing down his list. So I'm not going to take up too much of this, but it was very <laughs> good callbacks. Uh, they did a, a lot of, they did probably like three or four callbacks to prior episodes in just this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I'm going to just, I'm just going to say it was a great episode. Could have been my number one, but I'm just going to, since we're snaking, I'm just going to go right into my number one. Yes. Number one, Charlie gets crippled. This episode was fantastic. Justin, you need to watch this episode. I need to rewatch again. it then. Yes. Yes. Um, it's the introduction of Frank, um, who is probably the best character. And this is where the show really started taking off. Um, you know, just <laughs> Charlie being crippled. And then there's a scene where, you know, Charlie gets free lap dances. So Frank's going to take him back to get more free lap dances and use them. And they, as they're going to the, uh, the strip club, they stop at a pawn shop and Charlie's like, Oh, who gets more women than, uh, than anybody. And Frank's going through a list like rock stars, actors. And he goes, well, besides them, it's, it's the military. And they see this, uh, two military outfits one's like this old like lieutenant dan vietnam war yep. vet looking outfit and the other one's like this really nice uh sailor you know mil- like perfect uniform nicely pressed so you think he's gonna pick the really nice clean looking one no he picks the vietnam war yeah, vet exactly, one. Yes. <laughs> and, and he acts like he's insane um <laughs> during the episode and frank puts him in the corner of the strip club and boxes him in so he can get uh, the strippers. And yeah, it, <laughs> that episode is great. Um, Dennis and uh, Mac were going around uh, telling people that they had polio and they were, uh, <laughs> Dennis had the uh, blanket. He goes, well, I got to hide my strong and taut legs and you got to look withered like uh, FDR's legs. And so they, they actually meet a handicapped person uh, in the mall, and the guy's like, "Oh, how how are you guys? It, it's nice to meet uh, you know other people that are in chairs, and we don't you know see." And Mac just interrupts him and goes, "I have polio." <laughs> the guy just instantly <laughs> just staring like, oh, "Okay, okay." Yeah. And Dennis is looking at me, goes, "I too have polio." <laughs> and then at the the end of the scene is them running and racing. Uh, they're racing in their wheelchairs to see who's better. And it ends up with them actually getting out of their wheelchairs and wrestling around in the mall, which they, they go back to that mall. I don't know how they aren't banned from that mall, but they keep going Mm -hmm. back to that mall at different points uh, in the seasons later on. But yeah, that was, that was the number one. That was, yeah. Again, Frank being introduced to it and it's, it's been uphill ever since. So that was my number one. Before we get, before we get to yours, Justin, I have a fun fact. Um, as Mac and Dennis are talking about how bad they feel after running into a disabled oh, yeah. guy in the mall, <laughs> they pass a suit store. 
the girl and the guy working there are looking into the camera and the girl waves to the camera. So there's oh, a little, there's a little, there's a little fast. So something to go back for and look. Um, and I did have another trivia question for this one. And both of you can answer. Um, it's a, what's the next line. So I'm going to read you a line from a character. Oh, you have to tell me the uh, following line. This is the scene between Dennis and D I'll read Dennis's part. And you guys repeat D's line. Let's see if how right, you boy. guys remember. It. I like this. Dennis says, D, you scared the shit out of me. What are you doing? And I'm sorry <laughs> if that's out of context. That's, guys. Yeah. That could be pretty much any episode. <laughs> Think of no this idea. episode. Charlie gets oh, crippled. Charlie gets crippled. Um, Charlie gets crippled. That's for this episode. Okay. D, you me... scared the shit out of me. What are you doing? Oh, God. Um, I honestly, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. Vinny, you got it? I just recently watched this episode. No, I... I, <laughs> I feel I, like I'm a, I bad, right, I'm a bad hopefully fan. Hopefully I got the right episode I'm a bad here. fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to turn in my fan card. I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't so think D of... So D said... It, uh, no, you, do you have an I, idea? No, I, I, I don't. Okay, well, I'm going to read the line and hope maybe if it rings a bell. If not, maybe I maybe it was too broad of a moment. I don't know where it is in the episode, but I'll read it again. Dennis says, D, you scared the shit out of me. What are you doing? D says, same thing you're doing. I'm not letting dad give all this shit to poor oh, people. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. He came back and yeah, he, he said that. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> first give away their inheritance, said, right? No, he said that. I think he said their mother was dead and then he oh, lied yeah. and that they're getting a divorce um and they're like well, why would you say that well to, to make it better we're getting a divorce and so <laughs> yeah that they were gonna that's that's right they started taking everything from the house yep that's i right. yep forgot about that but yeah they oh, broke man. broke into the house that's right <laughs> that's right yep. yeah and they're literally carrying out all these expensive yep. things out of their house yeah Oh, man. All that right. leaves your number one, Justin. Let's have it. My number one was the gang uh, recycles their trash. I love that episode. Like Vinny said, there are so many callbacks. They literally start um, the garbage uh, garbage men and garbage women union is on strike. Uh, they're in the back of their bar. Garbage is piling up. And one of the favorite lines that I've, I've come up uh, that I've heard numerous times in the show is uh, they talk about how voting doesn't help. And, you know, mm-hmm. the garbage men are on strike and I think it's Dennis who repeats the line. Who do I vote for? The Republican blasting me in the ass or the Democrat blasting me in the ass. Yeah. That's actually a callback to another episode where they tried to run for political office. Yep. Um, so they decide they're going to go around and take people's garbage and bring it to the dump themselves. Um, there's the theory of, okay, what should we rent in terms of a vehicle? They don't want to rent a garbage truck because then the garbage men will notice and they'll come after them for being scabs. So they decide to rent a stretch limo. And they dress up in tuxes and they're going to be like classy garbage men, I think is what they say. <laughs> yep. Uh, they come up with a song when they ring the people's doorbell says, can we take your trash? And they sing a song for them. Uh, things are going really good. Um, and I think the fact that the plan is actually working is what throws them off. Um, D ends up gets really weird. D ends up trying to uh, st- I think she tries Mar- to keep Martina the going, Martinez. Right? Martina Martinez. Yes. Take that <laughs> with what you take that for what you will. Yes. Um, and then at the end of the episode, this, the strikers see that they have all this garbage in their limo and they go to kick the shit out of them in the limo. Um, it's an awesome episode. There's also a callback to Charlie being the wild card and pretending to cut the brakes on their van. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just an awesome episode. It is so funny. The, and 
for some reason, Mac wants to hang on the back of the limo like a garbage man would hang on the back of the truck. <laughs> yes. so he's hanging on to like the rear little fin spoiler of the limo. But he keeps saying he's getting hit with bugs in his face. And I think there's a scene where you see all these bugs in his teeth and stuff because he's yep. smiling, you know, when he's riding exactly. on the back of the limo. And they're literally just piling this stretch limo full of garbage bags. And they, you know, the beginning, they're in this spotless tuxes. And by the end of the episode, they just look like complete garbage, for lack of a better word. Yes. They're covered in filth. Um, it's just such a good episode. So that is why it's my number one. Good call. Nice. And I have a fun fact about this, but I think you both kind of touched on that already. Um, initially, this episode was supposed to be the season premiere. Oh, wow. It was moved from the premiere slot at the request of FX who hmm. thought that it would not this would not be an episode really suited for new viewers turning in or uh, tuning into the to catch the season premiere due to all the callbacks mm-hmm. of the previous okay. episode so that's why it got bumped from 1 to uh 2 of uh season 8 that's so good. i think our lists are complete i'll review them right now and please tell me if i got them wrong vinny from 5 to 1 you have um, D made a smut film. Who got yep. D pregnant? Yep. Who uh, who pooped the bed? Yep. The gang recycle their trash. Yep. And Charlie gets crippled as your number yes. one. Yep. And Justin, you had Charlie gets crippled as your number five. D made a smut film as number four. Who pooped the bed as number three? Uh, who got depregnant at two, and then number one, you have um, the gang recycle their trash. Excellent. Final rankings, gentlemen. Perfect. Yep. All Perfect. right. Sounds like you had fun. Yeah. That has been yes. The slimed five revisited again. It's like always it. sunny in Philadelphia. I hope you guys had a good time. I definitely want to revisit this again because i had fun playing host right here yeah that was fun yeah, that was, <laughs> was good i kind of like, like not being on the spot so. I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of a nice <laughs> just having fun with you guys a little bit so. do you guys want to just go over real quick a few of the episodes people wrote in that they said yeah they liked? absolutely it sure. like a lot of people got excited when we said we're talking it's always sunny so uh paul um from sports logos we did a podcast episode with him uh ranking logos he also has a book um if you search um I'll have to look up what it's called and put it in the show notes, but it's all about where uh, minor league baseball teams got their logos, uh, where they originated from. He wrote it and said the World Series defense, where they are literally uh, talking about when the Phillies won the World Series and they're trying to get to the game and a bunch of crazy stuff happens. It's a great episode. We find out that Mac has this um, deep seated love for Chase Utley and wants (laughs) to have a catch with him and be best (laughs) friends. And he's, you know, sweet. uh, D's going to run on the field and she's, I think she says she's going to tackle or hug Shane Victorino. I think at one point, yes, the flying Hawaiian, Hawaiian, kiss him. That's right. That's right. So uh, he said the world series defense, Um, Zach from Facebook also said the world world series defense. Great episode in general. Uh, Dan from Facebook. He said the gang gets invincible. That's an early one. That's a good one where they are trying out for the Eagles and D becomes this star kicker and they might draft her. Uh, the gang gives back when Charlie is a ref and coaching youth basketball is probably one of my favorite earlier episodes. A good they're, one. Tra- they're trying to teach kids how to play basketball. Um, no, they, they're on uh, community service, was, right? It's episode two. Yeah, because uh, because Dennis hit the, the guy that was dating or going out with D. That's right. Or she was trying to go out with. Yeah. At the end of episode, uh, Charlie gets crippled and then they all That's get put right. on community service. No, actually. Correction. That was the one where they threw the flaming pile of, pile of poop in the uh, oh, building in the and blew it up. That's yeah. Up. That's what's the. Uh, 
forgot the name of that episode, but that's the uh, one with um yeah, 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 they're yeah, yeah, I, I do remember that one, but yeah, but like they 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 take the kids and one team they're telling them to put like um sweatbands with safety yep. pins open, and then the other ones are telling them to wear steel toe boots. There's one kid that's wearing sandals trying to play yes. basketball, and they're like, What are you doing, dude? So those yes. are good. Uh, Dick from Facebook said, Making Dennis Reynolds a murderer and the couch surfing Germans. It's literally, um, they're going through an episode, they think Dennis killed his former ex wife, yes. Um, and it turns out she died because she turned herself into a cat, right? Wasn't that kind of, yeah. And she fell off the building. She just fell off. She She fell off. Yeah. They want to say that he pushed her and yeah, they Um, made like a making of the murder film, like documentary series from like like Netflix. That was a good one. Uh, Laura wrote in and said the dentist system, which is great where he talks about his foolproof system to get women to date him. Yes. The episode where Frank sets sweet D on fire. God, did anyone, what you want to say? I was going to say that was the, uh, um, the introduction to Dr. Mantis. <laughs> Tobag Toboggan Mantis. Yeah. Yes. MD. <laughs> MD. Uh there's the also he also or she uh, Laura also said David uh D and Dennis go on welfare. That's a great one. Yep. Seeing them try to buy crack uh in a bad part of Philadelphia yeah. and they don't know what to say or do and they get very worried is, is a good yes. one. Um gang beats Boggs. That's where they try and beat the supposed urban legend that uh Wade Boggs drank like what 50 beers on a cross country flight. Yep. Yeah, he show and he shows up in the uh, in the episode too, which is a great one. Yep. And the last one she said was them trying to desperately win an award. That is also one of my favorites. That is a good um, one too. Where they are literally trying to spruce up the bar, um, and trying to have I think an industry night to win an award for best bar in Philly, and it just goes horribly, horribly the, wrong. The will they, won't they part is what yes. I loved. Yes, that's good. <laughs> Oscar from uh, the Office is in that episode as well, so that's yep. a good good throwback there. Uh, Erica wrote in, obviously she is the one that got me hooked on this show. So she said the Charlie work episode. That is a great episode. They do it. It's, Mm -hmm. I think there's three cuts, but they do it. So it looks like there's no cuts whatsoever. Um, and it's Charlie trying to save the bar from getting shut down by a health inspector. And he's got all these crazy plans. It's at one of the best episodes ever. It's hysterical. Uh, Mac is a serial killer. That's one where they think he's a serial killer and it turns out to be D's neighbor. Uh, Mac and Dennis moving to the suburbs is incredible. I love that episode. I think I've seen that one. Sitting I think tra- I saw that. At, at that was a really good one. Justin. Whenever that I sit familiar. in traffic, I think of Dennis screaming, yes. you fat cow, learn to merge. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yep. I've the, seen the, that the, one. The Maureen Ponderosa wedding massacre is great. Good one. Um, Mac and Dennis break up. Uh, Erica liked this because obviously our for our first dog together uh, was named D in that episode. Yep. She would, she would look at the screen when they'd be yelling her name. And then I'm going to try and be a little more correct with this one. Cause I don't want to get us in trouble. Uh, D dates, a special needs rapper. Dennis. I just saw that one. Yes. I'm so I'm surprised <laughs> that know. one is still on to be honest, but uh, yeah, I was shocked because of the, yeah. The yeah, use of D, the R uh, word during that. Yes. <laughs> yes. D has a new, a new boyfriend. Who's this up and coming rapper. And Dennis convinces her that she is special, that he has special needs. Uh, and, uh, it, 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 like I said, it's Seinfeld, but 10 times darker. So, yes. uh, my mom and dad wrote in their favorites are the gang goes to the grand Canyon and the gang buys a boat. Those are probably two of my favorites as well. Yes. I've never heard my dad laugh so hard when he watches those episodes. Um, they go, there's an, there's a, there's a part where they need, they're going to the grand Canyon. Sweet D has to keep going to the bathroom and she's drunk already. And she fills a jar of piss. And instead of just holding on to it until they can dump it. She throws it out her window, but Max in the back seat with the window open and it just splashes all over his face. <laughs> well, she wasn't uh, drunk yet. She wasn't drunk because she, they made, they forced her to drive. They forced her to drive. That's right. Because <laughs> right, it right. was her car. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And then about she, she got a, a tape deck, but she had no tapes because yep. it was cheaper than a CD. She got it a, a 
was not a swap meet, but a flea market. Yes, that's right. That's <laughs> and right. that's where Charlie eats a pear, a for, pear the for the first time, time. And eats the sticker because he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know. You eat the stem too? I eat. Yeah, I eat, yeah. I eat he, he ate everything. I eat stickers all the time. I still to this day have never had a pear, so I'm I'm and like Charlie in that way. I, I love the uh, scene in that one where the uh, they're driving in Dennis's car and there's the biker that's yes. bicycling in the middle of the road and then they honk it and Max's like, oh, I'm just going to graze this beer bottle, bottle right, right past yeah right past his bell tower and he throws it's it him right him in the square head square in the back of the head and the bike falls underneath the the, the car, car. And yeah the guy falls on the ground is he dead <laughs> oh he's getting yeah. up he's getting up time yep. to go <laughs> he's got tire iron <laughs> uh zach wrote in on the text line Vinny. uh he said all of them but if you had to choose the nightman comet that's a great one where yep. uh charlie writes a play all about the nightman which uh check that one out the gang dines out, I believe. Is that the one where they're all at the same restaurant, but they're not eating together? Yes. Yep. And pears. And Dee's eating by herself because she had a coupon. That's that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, he also mentioned the gang recycles their trash is one of his favorites. Uh, gang gets analyzed. That's a great one. Uh, Actually, Officer yeah. Trudy from Reno 911 is in that episode. He also mentioned Charlie work and the gang solves the gas crisis, which uh, is also another good one where they are filling up barrels of gas and trying to sell it for cheap. It's pretty much the uh, first part of the recycling yes, one. Exactly. Called the first call back. It is. And then lastly, uh, Jason wrote into the text line. The gang goes to the Jersey Shore because of the rum ham. Uh, Mac Day, where um, Stifler himself comes and, yep. and pretends to be uh, or plays uh, Mac's cousin. And then the dentist system, like we mentioned earlier, the Jersey Shore one is good. It it, yes. it, it is a crazy episode. <laughs> there is a lot of really weird stuff that happens in yeah, that episode. Underneath so. the boardwalk. Underneath. the Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. I, I just love that. What would you bring me down here for? Yeah. <laughs> is that There's, what you wanted to do? There are so many things we could be saying extra, Greg, about yes. these episodes, but we would not allow this podcast would not be allowed to air. Yeah. Let's say that's <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, no, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, well, it uh, sounds like you guys are definitely passionate about this show. So, enough, yes. so two things, I have to check it out. And second thing, I have to bring you guys back to this. Yeah, I think yes. it's a good whatever section, because uh, I think you guys have a lot to say. Third, oh. this. And I like my I like my uh, random episode selection yeah. and my fun facts to shoot. That was out, good. So. Yeah, that was good. I like it. I like it. You, Greg is a consummate host. Like he's just a. Uh, he, he's yeah, I am all I am all for hosting this this half section of the podcast. I, I think I think we again. should do that from now on, Greg. I like it. Yeah, but I the, do want whatever host. Right. But I do want uh, listener feedback of this. I want your rankings. It's always Sonny's fans. So okay. I want you to send me your top five or not your five, but rank these five for me. I'll go over them again. D made a smut film. The gang recycled their trash. Who pooped the bed? Who got D pregnant? And Charlie gets crippled. One to five, send them in. We're definitely curious to see how your list yeah. stack up to uh, Justin and uh, Vinny's right here. So Excellent. That's all I have for whatever, and consider them slimed 8.5. I dig it. I nice. dig it. Vinny, you got any other parting words before we wrap up? I don't. This is fun. Uh, Good times. We'll definitely have to do it again. Maybe maybe uh, get a couple answers to the trivia questions. I know. I Greg. feel really <laughs> yeah, bad. I, I you know really what? Bad. I'll be up I, all night thinking about it. <laughs> I you know I didn't know I didn't know where to look for it, guys. Uh, so I'm I, I didn't know where it would have been uh, how I would have found it. So I'm like, oh god, I hope they know. I took a wing and a prayer. And like well, we'll see. But 
Maybe our listener feedback will help us out with it. So <laughs> ah, it's yeah. up to you guys now to rediscover it. And I'll do what I can, but it's probably not going to go too far. So that's all right. That's help all right. us out. Well, help us out, listeners. Where's get Erica on this? I'm sure I will. Yeah, she's probably screaming into her headphones right now, saying, "You three idiots! It's so obvious." The lamos. We're the yeah, lamos. Exactly. Baseball and the lamos. Baseball and the lamos. <laughs> um. Yeah, Greg, you got anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Uh, I do not had a lot of fun today. We covered a lot of random shit. So how, yeah. how fitting for, uh, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. for this episode. Very good stuff. All right. Well, uh, like Greg said, let us know what you think about these rankings. Email us at baseball and whatever at gmail.com, facebook.com slash baseball and whatever, and tweet us at baseball and what, um, we are doing another logo ranking for the guys over at the three spots. So be sure to check that out in the next couple days. And I'm hoping they'll have us on so we can discuss it. Or maybe we'll just send Vinny this time and he can, he can draft, I him, think draft we it himself. Vinny. Yeah. I think that's only fair. And, and then he can <laughs> say, Oh, I'm sorry, Justin and Greg. No, I'm not. Um, yeah. he'll win <laughs> us the draft. Cause I don't, <laughs> win us the draft. I did, so I don't think you and I did so well, Justin. No, but I, you know what? <laughs> I did well in here and that's all that matters. So, uh, all right. Um, shoot there was oh before i forget um we're also in the near 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 future launching our line of merchandise we're we're working on our our design with the good folks at bonfire uh so we will keep you posted on that but other than that that's it episode 28 is in the books and we will see you next time thanks guys good night everyone see ya